All right, welcome into the BFR podcast presented by Sports Mockery. My name is Dave, joined by my co-host, Ficky. You can follow me on Twitter at Dave underscore BFR. Check out all my work on sportsmockery.com. A couple articles a week. Typically, uh, you can follow Ficky, all socials at It's Ficky Baby. We have the Commanders, Bears versus Commanders, Thursday night football. We are in prime time, baby. Um, Yay. It's gonna be, I think it's going to be an interesting <laughs> game. We're going to, we're gonna, like I said, yeah. we're going to recap it all. We're going to go through the injury report. Um, obviously, there's been some interesting pressers with Justin Fields. That was today. Some news kind of on Chase Claypool. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great episode. Uh, Ficky, before we hop in, man, how are we feeling? Are you feeling I'm a little feeling bit better? Good. Yeah, I, I am. You know, because like now the losses are just, they're just lost. Like we've seen so many losses. It doesn't like, it doesn't hurt as much, right? Which is, I guess, a bad thing. But um, the good thing is, though, is that Fields played extremely well, which we talked about. So like if there's anything, you know, we're always trying to like hold on to like a little bit of hope and faith, right? There's hope and faith that like, oh, maybe our quarterback is what we expect him to be. So we'll find out here in the next couple of days. But yeah, I'm in a much better headspace than like the Kansas City loss where it's like we didn't do jack shit. You know what I mean? We just got stomped and all they all they talked about is Taylor Swift. So, yeah, I'm in a much better headspace. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely wishing I went to the um, last week's game or at least the, uh, the Broncos <laughs> yeah. game instead of uh <laughs> KC, which is my fault, but I got to see Mahomes. We talked about that, but I just want to kind of before we hop into you know previewing the Commanders, how are we feeling? Like I don't know if you watched any tape. I'm I'm actually a, kind of going through it. Nothing on the defense, but all offensive. I also watched um, the QB schools. He has the Patreon. Uh, put his yeah. Justin Fields. First of all, check him out if you haven't. QB school on YouTube. He is amazing. You learn a lot just from you know the QB room, and obviously Justin Fields is a very huge focal point right now in this on this team franchise. And so learned a lot. Um, but what, what are your thoughts coming out of this when it, you know, obviously we gave our initial reactions. Has that, has anything really changed, but, what, or how do you feel about Justin and are you confident heading into this game? One stat, one stat says it all. He's the first bears quarterback to throw 330 yards and 80% uh, accuracy, right. Or completion rate. Right. The man also broke another stat. He went 16 for 16 or broke the franchise record for passes. Like, I don't care who it's against, right? At the end of the day, it's still an NFL team, and it's impressive, right? And for for it, I would have to be – like, this, this is where I'm at with, like, some Bears fans where I kind of, like, go back and forth with them is, like, sh- everything – Everything that we've seen so far, if you take away this game, right, there's a reason to be negative and be like, Fields is not living up to the hype, et cetera, et cetera, right? And you can list off a bunch of reasons for that. But if you see a performance like that, you can't let the negative, the games prior, weigh what you just saw, right? Because at the end of the day, the man balled out. We have not seen a quarterback do something like that probably since, uh, I don't know, I want to say probably like the six touchdown game with Mitch Trubisky, but even still there, I don't think Mitch had over 300 yards. I think like he was just like, you know, easy passes here and there. And we saw fields also through with anticipation. And as you see, as this chart is past chart, you see some passes where the middle of the field, right? A lot of those were to commit, commit, even his final play was to commit. That was an interception in the middle of the field. And if you look at this pass chart compared to the last game against the chiefs, and I think even the one before that, there's really no targets in the middle of the field. So, There are obviously, you know, we want to take away those last turnovers, right? That's obvious. But like, there are a lot of things that 
we were wanting to see from Fields that we saw. So I am not going to be mad, especially as a Bears fan that's never had an adequate adequate quarterback ever. Like, if Fields lives up to his potential, and I'm not saying I'm fully on the train, right? But, like, if Fields plays like that or more like that, he's not going to put up 300 every game. But, like, you see more of those plays where it's consistent – then 100% this is the guy we got to roll with. So I think I'm in a much better place because he, you know, he did show us. He did the really, the all the questions we wanted answers for, he showed us those types of plays except finishing a drive, right? We still haven't seen that, but a lot of that is due to uh, weapons around him, which also gives me PTSD to the last primetime Thursday Commanders game where he did drive down the field and threw it to Mooney. And Mooney didn't catch it. And he, he like caught it. He bobbled it outside, then caught it and got tackled. And it was short. So, you know, th- there he's not perfect, but like I'm I there are things that you can take from that game and be like, wow, that is a franchise quarterback. And we've talked about it over and over again. That is the only question for this year. And, you know, who's going to be our next head coach? But those are the two questions we need answered. So uh, <laughs> yeah. luckily Fields is helping us answer one of them, or at least pushing the needle for him to keep his job. Yeah, I, I agree kind of with all of that. The passing chart that I brought up, you know, 28, 35, 335 yards total, four touchdowns, one interception. Of course, that fumble, uh, the strip sack that led to the touchdown and ultimately tied the game. But fields for me, obviously, just, you know, what, listening to what everyone else is saying, some of the, you know, the best guys in the business is in regards to just like film and tape. Fields look confident for about three quarters, right? And when he's confident, he's on. And also, you know, apparently Denver was playing a lot of um, a lot of man for a little bit. Um, and then they kind of switched it midway through the second half. Sean Payton, you know, um, kind of switched it. And Fields kind of struggles with zone, you know, with uh, he, for some reason he does. And, and, and obviously there are ways to attack it. And he they have to figure out kind of what he is comfortable with, what he's confident with, because they're going to get that again. Washington is going to watch the Packers game. They're going to watch Chiefs and, of course, maybe the last quarter or so of that Broncos team, and they're going to use zone against him. It's just you have to against this type of quarterback. Denver, for some reason, kept on doing man, and they did a little bit even going to the third, and Fields will rip you apart. He shows that. And so the biggest thing for me is, like, Washington, they're going to. They're smart. You know, they're, they're, they're going to kind of learn from, you know, the tape you know, that they have at least for this year. And then obviously last year. So for me, it's like Justin Fields, when he kind of gets, you know, a little bit jittery, when the game was close, you can see him kind of tense up as far as just maybe not, you know, trusting his eyes and and throwing, you know, in some windows that were kind of open. Um, so for me, it's like, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what Justin Fields we get here. Um, and that kind of leads me to today. His presser was, he, he was very confident. Um, he, he was smiling, which is great. A lot, a big difference from the last three weeks, even though they did end up losing. Um, so I want to go ahead and pull up something, though, about what he said that I found very, very curious about Chase Claypool. Um, so if you haven't been, you know, following along, Chase Claypool, he is not with the team. Um, Matt Eberflus, he still is, unfortunately, but Chase Claypool <laughs> is not. And Flus has been, he got, oh my God, he I'm grilled, bro. Grilled. <laughs> George Foreman grilled, bro. That was. That's what I'm saying. It was question after question, like for 10 minutes straight. Oh my goodness. And that's what they need to do, man. It's about time. It's about time that they kind of, you know, did that. It it, it was uh, refreshing, I guess you could say. So I want to bring up, I want to bring up the, first of all, just the, the podium with, with Justin Fields, just a lot different. I'm not sure if you could see it here. 
I mean, well, just, here, what's 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 your thoughts on that? Because I because I feel a certain way. Yeah. You know, are you happy that he's showing like he's smiling, or are you more of like the team's zero and four? You shouldn't be smiling. No, I don't think um, it's the right answer. I, no, I think curious. this is it's refreshing in the fact that. Well, I think it's I, it would be alarming if he was still kind of had that same demeanor the last three yeah. weeks because it was terrible losses, terrible where he just <laughs> they were not moving the ball. At least he's able to kind of you know it's a such a, it's such a short week that it almost benefits him where he can just okay they're probably right into yeah. Washington they have no choice so yeah it was great I threw four touchdowns lot I can still learn. It sucks we lost. We, we need to learn how to win. But it's almost over right then and there, kind of within that 24, 12-hour period because you have to prepare for this short week against, you know, a very good Washington front and, and pretty good secondary, you know. So for me, I like that he's at least smiling. I think it's it, it's it was alarming. You know, it was a little nerve-wracking because I'm like, are we just going to break this, man? Is he, are we going to break this? Yeah. Is he going to be broken? And so the fact that he gets a little bit of confidence, now he has to build on that, you know? And, yeah. and obviously I would have loved to see him like close it out. That's something I, we have not really seen. And yes, there's been well, the problem with the, yeah, the Yeah, the problem with the closing out is there have been drives where he's done everything he possibly can on those last drives, but it's like drops by wide receivers. You know what I mean? So it's either this, he does the drive well, and he doesn't have the supporting cast to help him, or he makes one costly turnover. <laughs> so... That, that's kind of how it's gone so far. So it's either like it was purely his fault or it's like he did everything he possibly could and then everyone let him down. So, yeah, but I agree with you, Dave. I'm like, you played fucking great. I I am okay that you are – it's like you're smiling right after the game, right? I'm okay yeah. that you're now, like, feeling better and, like like you said, on to the next one because literally the game's in two days, right? So it, it, kind of that short mindset. So I, I just kind of wonder thought on that because I know some people in the pub, you know, and I get it. They'd be like, this team's 0-4. They're dog yeah. shit. Why would you be happy? But I'm like, no, this is more of like he's going to be confident going in. And that's what we want because, as you said, to start the show, a confident Justin Fields is an amazing Justin Fields. So keep smiling, buddy. I, I'm here for it. Yeah. Oh, and I yeah. think that, I think it was, it, it was just funny to see him kind of <laughs> – I mean, it's a big smile, you know, that we were showing earlier. So obviously yeah, was there was great. something to, you know, play there. I mean, he's not going to be, you know, anyway. So I want to go ahead and bring up this Chase Claypool quote here. Um, it is interesting because with Flus on Monday and there, even after the game, it's been, they, first of all, it's embarrassing. They have no idea really what's going on. Um, Crazy. Flus can't even answer it. He obviously tiptoed away, never gave a conclusive reason as to why, Chase Claypool is one, didn't play, and now he's not even on the team, and they're looking to trade him, possibly even be cut, which is ridiculous. It's it's crazy that we got here, and it's one of Poles's, you know, probably yeah, it's misses, be one of his one. biggest misses, yeah. if not his yeah. biggest. So, But Justin yeah. Fields on Chase Claypool, he said, it sucks, but at the end of the day, you can't control it. You've got to go out there with the guys that we have and execute like we did this past Sunday. Wish nothing but the best for Chase. I think he knows that he kind of messed up by saying that, by saying that, and he's referring to last week where they said, hey, are the coaches using you right? And he was like, no, you know, and but wish him nothing but the best. He's a talented player. He's a great person. He has a good heart. He works really hard. Definitely going to stay in touch with him regardless of what happens and wish him nothing but the best. He went on earlier and said one thing that I found very enlightening was, you know, he, he if he could, he probably would take it back. 
you know, as far as saying that. And so for me, it, it sucks because Chase is talented. I, I have no no doubt that if he goes to a, you know, if they do end up trading him or releasing him, hopefully they can trade him late round pick, get something, send him to like KC and he's going to thrive, man. You got yeah. Patrick Oh Mahomes. yeah, of course. It's going to happen. Yeah. You got, um, I mean, Matt Nagy's calling would, plays, but. Facts. No, but it would work there and they need wide receivers. So that'd be yeah. someone that could be, he's going to go to like some probably contender or something like that, to be honest and yeah. do well. If he gets cut, he can go wherever he wants. I mean, Facts. whoever wants him. And so for me, it is just frustrating that we're even here with such a talented player. And my, my thing was, you know, Fields said something similar where he did kind of critique coaching, you know, but he immediately, I mean, immediately kind of retracted. He pulled <laughs> yeah, everyone he had in. to. Bro, yeah. Twitter was on fire. He didn't yeah. have a choice. Claypool just let it ride. And he has not apologized. Yeah. He's not, so that's probably the difference there because you do see a lot of like, hey, what, Justin Fields said it. Why is he not get you know, the same heat, blah, blah, blah. And it's like Claypool, you know, first of all, he said it. And then he, re- he didn't, he did not retract it. You know, he just kind of also, stood on it. Also, production is different. Different, yeah. Completely different. I mean, but Claypool did have that touchdown. He did, but, I mean, we have a year of Fields breaking records. You know what I mean? So, like, at least if Fields is going to make a mistake, you know what I mean? Like, you can sit on, like, oh, well, at least he's productive. You know, like, a prime prime example is, like, Antonio Brown. That man did whatever he wanted, but that man is a future Hall of Famer. So, the more production you have, the more, you know, the likelihood that people are going to allow you to kind of get away with things. Chase, you have not done that on this team. You have to be, you got to shut up until the production shows. Once you get to that level, right, then you can talk as much as you want. Ocho Cinco, Terrell Owens, people like those wide receivers, they talked all they want. But once a future, I mean, once a Hall of Famer, and one could possibly be one. So it's like, you got to kind of, if you're going to do that talking or, you know, certain things that can cause controversy, you have to back it up on the field. And Chase hasn't done that with with this team so far, so... Yeah. No, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, first of all, uh, like I said, I, I'm, it's disappointing just with Chase in general. Um, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, I want to go ahead and kind of move to, I guess, the injury report, if that's okay, Fick. Yeah, no, um, that's good. That's good. Because there, there is some big news here. Um, let me see. Big is an understatement, man. I've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> so we have Chase Claypool. Eddie Jackson, uh, Tevin Jenkins, and Jalen Johnson, all on the uh, injury report for the Bears heading into this one. So Chase Claypool did not practice. He's listed as other. We have Eddie Jackson. He is did not practice. Tevin Jenkins was full. And then Jalen Johnson, of course, did not practice either. So the big news here is Tevin Jenkins. So I want to, first of all, get your thoughts on all of that and what you think kind of is going to transpire. Do you think Tevin's going to play? What do you uh, think, he, man? I hope so. He's our best. He's, I mean, Darnell Wright's looking pretty good as a rookie, like even as just a regular tackle. Like, like you take the rookie out of the conversation, Darnell Wright is looking good. Like, I that's I think that's Paul's biggest hit. So, other than the DJ Moore trade, so up oh, looks like we lost Dave, but I'll answer. I'll answer the question for the people still watching, uh, and for our podcast listeners. But Tevin's huge. I think he graded out top five as a um a guard last year so like to get someone like that back right is 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 giant is ginormous right you know as we know and how and how i've kind of talked about it this team is built through the trenches on both sides and we've seen a lot of our issues you know even last game because our offensive line is not 
you know, the scheme is bad and they're not doing as great as a job as they need to. Right. Especially. Especially that interior line, the mix between um, Cody Whitehair, Lucas Patrick and uh, uh, Carter. Right. Is, is not been good. I think Nate Davis started last game or was it still Carter? I can't remember. So even with Nate Davis not getting a full offseason has been sus. Right. And Lucas Patrick. My God. My God. Lucas Patrick is not good. I am sorry, bro. <laughs> so I, I don't know if you guys remember that uh, one of Fields best plays from the first week was when he threw that third. It was like third and nine. And he threw that slant immediately and he got crushed. And you're like, bro, why was that pressure all there? That's literally because Lucas Patrick snapped the ball on one and it was, and they were supposed to go on two. So he snapped it. None of the line moved or they were like delayed, obviously. And Fields got crushed. So Tevin Junk, sorry, Tevin Jenkins moving back to guard will be great. It'll be interesting to see, though. Where does Cody Whitehair go? Does he go to the center position? Because he hasn't really been there in about five years, right? So, but but the point of Tevin coming back, though, is it gets us back to our best five, our starting best five, which is important. So we just need to get, uh, not we need to get Larry Borm out and get uh, uh, Braxton Jones back. And if we can have like a healthy, final you know a healthy actually starting five going into like the back half of the season or even this back you know three fourths that's going to be huge for justin fields and you know because i think he's had like a combination of 31 different starting five offensive linemen there's no cohesion and because of that you know we we know we know we know what happens fields gets crushed he got crushed all the time last year he got crushed all the time this year and uh, Dave's back, but just to fill people, uh, just to fill you in, Dave. Basically, uh, I was talking about what was what was the importance of Tevin. I said it's huge because the interior line is easily the weakest part of our team, and then Tevin is also probably our best lineman. So the question is, though, when he goes back to left guard, where does Cody Whitehair go? Does he go to starting center? And if so, I think that might be good because I still would. I'd rather have. Uh, Cody Whitehair as starting center than Lucas Patrick as Lucas Patrick because Lucas Patrick has not been good this season in my opinion. So yeah, I mean absolutely, and I'm sorry for kind of dipping out there. I don't know no, kind of exactly what happened, but anyways, so great point, Lucas Patrick. There was a play that Justin referenced in his presser today where it was very interesting. He said it was the play actually was one of the best throws that Justin had. Um, yeah, I talked it was about the that one. one you did as about DJ. Yeah. So, and you look if you look at that play, you kind of see the le- the right and left tackle, right and Borum, both kind of look very slow. And I was like, holy crap! Like this is a little alarming. I'm like, how are these guys this slow? And obviously there was the, they were they're sna- they were snapping on two. Lucas yep. Patrick snapped, snapped it on, on one. one. Fields yeah. mentioned that today to Spresser, and I was like, oh my oh my god! You know, that's exactly what, what I just told, with, man. Yeah, yeah, that's so exactly what I told them. I'm short, like, bro. <laughs> absolutely. If we can throw, I love Lucas, and I thought he'd be a little bit better at center. And we didn't get a lot. We didn't get to see him, you know, last year. I think the one game he did play, he got hurt and didn't even look that good either way. So for me, it's like, yeah, get white hair where he's at least, I think white hair is way, way better as far, more serviceable than Lucas Patrick. Have him kind of kick him to kind of like the rotational, you know, bring him in if someone's hurt, needs a breather, something like that. 
get, you know, Tevin Jenkins, you know, keep him at guard. And then we got, yeah, Nick Davis. And then, of course, you know, Braxton Jones isn't going to be here for a little bit, but you're getting close to 100%. And you're going to yeah. need every bit of that, especially if Tevin can play against Washington that has a very, very good defensive line. So, yes, yes, we need him back. We, I'm never going to be mad to have one of our best offensive linemen yeah. be now, healthy. Now, another so. thing about the injury report that, you know, I don't know if you kind of went over with Eddie Jackson. So, first of all, the Bears, it's, it's conducted a walkthrough on Monday and Tuesday. Practice um, status is just a projection, but they are pretty accurate for the most part. Now, Eddie Jackson, he mentioned on ESPN 1000 to Waddle and Sylvie over there on Monday, and the reports were that he said he's planning to play on Thursday. He said he feels Great. good, and so he's he did not practice on the report. Are they playing a little game here? Who knows? But it's short. He can it's get a short there. week, so. Yeah, you know, maybe there's and he probably maybe out. wasn't maybe they're not gonna ramp him up till Wednesday. You know, give him a little bit extra time. But if he can go, I'm not saying it's game changing, but damn, yeah, you know, well, it'd be Sam better Howell, than Elijah. Be better than Elijah Hicks back there. That's for sure. Yep. So now Sam Howell, the Washington Commanders starting yeah. quarterback, he has his stats are not the best, um, and he's kind of struggled a little bit. So he has first of all, Eagles game. He you know that's a tough one. Two ninety. Um, 290 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. But it's that Bills game, which they have a great defense, absolutely. But he threw four picks, man. Yeah, he went crazy. <laughs> he threw four picks. You know, he has yeah. five on the season, so he has four touchdowns total, five interceptions um, as well. I mean, 81.3 rating, you know, 67.1% completion percentage. So for me, it's like you get Eddie back there. Yes, we're still not having elite secondary, and we're not going to get a lot of pressure on him for the most part. Unless yeah, we, no, that's you know, what it exotic. is. It's the it's the the lack of pressure is the issue. It doesn't matter who you have back there. If yeah. you get like if Sauce Gardner's guarding a wide receiver and the wide receiver gets four seconds to do what they want, like I'm sorry, you're not. People are just gonna get open. The offense is always favored with time. So, yeah, yeah. I, that's my only. It's like no, I'm happy that Eddie Jackson's coming back or possibly can. If not, you know we have this mini buy afterwards, so I think he'll come back after that. So either way, Eddie Jackson's coming back soon, which is great. But again, you could have – we saw it with the all four starters back there. Mm -hmm. And we still got torched up because we get no pressure. So unless there's a way for us to leave a game with more than one sack – because what, we have two on the year? Two on the year, man. Bro, it, we, have, we have two – Khalil Mack had six sacks in one game. I know it's Khalil Mack, but well, we have two sacks the whole season. It's been four games. That's crazy. So Sam so Howe, it is bad, man. But the Washington Commanders, and obviously they they've played some, you know, they played some teams pretty tough, and it's been they've been interesting. But it, it's also like they are beatable, and that's the thing I want to talk about here. I want to compare. So Sam Howe, he has been sacked. Let's see here, twenty four times this season in four games so far. That's crazy. So the Bills got nine sacks. Eagles got five. Broncos got four. Cardinals, which. Mind me, their defense is all right, but it's not – they're not the Eagles. They got six, man. That's crazy. They got six. So to kind of throw that comp comparison here, Justin Fields, he has been sacked 17 times. <laughs> Bro, we're so, so bad. But and I mean, think but, about – But the Redskins have given up – they've given up 27 – or I'm sorry, 24 sacks. Yeah, That's, but Fields would – yeah, but Fields would have way more if he couldn't – If he run. wasn't mobile, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, I'm just saying we might be able mobile. to get, and I'm not gonna project crazy numbers here. We'll get to our bold prediction, bold prediction soon. But I'm like, if you're gonna get 
a multi-sack game here, this is the this could be the one. Uh, an offense that's struggling uh, to protect yeah, we the said quarterback. That, I think we said that last week, though, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but no, but the Broncos, they do have a little bit better. You know, they added in I mean, Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. They have a little bit better. But, I mean, it was like, yo, this is, this is probably yeah. your best chance. So, I mean yeah. – any given Sunday, anything can happen. Like, honestly, it's just I if I can only have faith in so much at this point. And I the faith in the, the D-line show me enough that there's no way that my faith can go into that. I'd rather put into like some other aspect of this team. Yeah. Right. Wait, well, hey, I think we got a question about sack. So let's go ahead and let's just go ahead and get to that. one. Yeah, I got, actually got a couple of them. We got. Yeah, I got a couple questions. So yeah, let's, let's get through some through these. If you guys got yeah. questions right now, we'll, we'll do some questions and we'll get to our bold predictions. Uh, and we'll finish up uh, with a couple more things we got planned. Cool. So uh, Tom here says, what are your thoughts on this linebacking crew? And I'm going to say incomplete for two reasons. One, I don't think they're schemed well. And two, when you're any team, any team, when the defensive line sucks and doesn't fill holes like they need to, it's a harder job for the linebackers. So it's kind of hard to grade them. Just like how it's hard to grade the secondary if you get no pressure, right? I'm a big advocate of it starts in the trenches. I say it all the time. You guys probably get annoyed, but it's because it's important. If you build from there out, everyone else plays better, right? It's just how it is. They can read quicker. They can react quicker, things like that. So I think they're talented. I still like the signings. I think it was a good move. Yes, Roquan's going off, but Roquan's also going off on a much better defense. And in, and, and in the scheme, he was originally good at a 3-4 in Baltimore. So this is a team sport. I can't just look at one person, just like how we look at fields and be like, oh, you're the reason why. No, we know this defense is missing pieces and the D-line is garbo. So yeah. I, I would give him an incomplete. Or like if you're just going to say average, I'd just give you a C. What about you, yeah. Dave? Yeah, if we're grading it. So I want to go through some of the stats here. So TJ Edwards, I think he's having a decent year. He has 51 total tackles. He has two for tackles for a loss. Um, Tremaine Edwins, he has three tackles for a loss, 39 total tackles. I mean, they're not game-changing. They both don't have any fumbles, you know, sacks, um, interceptions, nothing like that. And so I think they're playing just like very um, – they're playing up to what – it's hard because this front is so terrible, man. It's hard oh, it's to really the grade them because like – there's not one. There's not one guy that is going to make anyone else better on that line. Oh no, 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 no! Let's take it back. Andrew Billings, Billings is balling out. He's the only one. But yeah, I get you. He has been very he, good. But yeah, he. Has you need more. Good. You need more. Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's enough as far as just like to no, really not. transform that that defensive line. So for we me, it's two like two sacks. I think they're doing okay. You know, especially inside. You know, kind of stuff in the run. I think they're doing. But man, sometimes in coverage, the middle of the field, and then. And then also to the side almost, like the sideline, which is crazy because Edmonds is pretty fast. I think Edwards is as well. And I feel like sometimes, again, you take in a grain of salt with what, what they're playing behind. And I think that's why you're getting such a you know, tough grade. So I'll probably go C, average. I don't think yeah. just when you factor in everything, you can't go – I'm not going to go D. Obviously, if they had a little bit better of a line that they're playing in front of and, and the secondary wasn't you know toast for the most part well, and playing with a lot of young guys – I think maybe I would be a little bit more concerned, but I mean, there's well, still Robert. What did you say? Robert Schmitz made a comment about it and he was like, he was like, well, specifically about um, uh, Edmonds. And he was like, yeah, Edmonds is one of the best coverage linebackers out there. Right. 
He's not if you want him to break block, like break off shedding tackles and stuff like that. I mean, off of blocks, block shedding, that's not his forte. And then and so that's just an expectation, right? Erlacher was kind of like that as well. Obviously, Erlacher is in a whole nother level, but uh, and then the second thing was like in this defense, they're taking two steps back first. They go pass coverage, and then you know, basically, in essence, they're not downhills type of linebackers. So you don't see them. First of all, the holes are not getting filled for them to react, and their first steps based off scheme is more back instead of forward. So I just think there's a lot that goes into it is basically my point. And, and it's not enough for me. I'm not looking and going like, wow, what bad signings I'm looking at the defense and going, wow, what a bad defense. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's so many upgrades that need to happen. So. Okay. Are uh, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Let, let's move on cool, to the cool. next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. All right. We got one from JG here. He says, I think Justin goes 300 back to back. I think he's feeling now. And once we get a win, it's going to be more. Con- oh, I saw the question mark, so I thought it was a question. Okay, but basically he's saying Justin goes 300 back-to-back, um, and he thinks it's going to get us a win and build more confidence. Do you agree with that comment? Do you think he goes for another 300? Oh, another 300? Yep, yeah, so game. I think it's definitely possible. I was, you know, after looking, you know, Washington kind of seeing what they've been doing, which I know they've been playing some competitive football, which is you can't say the same thing with the Bears for the most part, except for maybe the Tampa game and, of course, Denver. But – Overall, I think they are playing a little bit better. But if you look at the overall defense, they're they're actually ranked 29th in the league. I mean, mm. Broncos were 32nd. The Bears are 31st. So Washington is just a couple steps, a couple tiers above that Denver defense. So, I mean, honestly, you're on Thursday night football. You just came off a huge confidence booster. I know it sucks, especially right after. You could see it and everyone, everyone was down. The locker room was very quiet. You could hear a pin drop. I get it. But you saw it today with Justin, how much it kind of meant to him. He needed something. I mean, to throw four touchdowns, to go for three over over 300 yards in your career for the first time and really put yourself, uh, put you know, take some of that pressure off to perform. So now it's like, okay, stack games. And there's no better way to do it than on thir- on primetime football, man. Like if, you, right. if he puts, say he does three or four total touchdowns again, that's eight touchdowns in two games. I don't care who you are. You're be the talk what, of the talk of the national plan. media. You're balling. You're you're balling. Now you could be zero and five, sure, but you might be one. <laughs> might be one and four. And it's it's like just, just a repeat of last year. In essence, it's like you ball exactly. out, but we lose. But you got it <laughs> for him, Justin. I feel like is a confidence, and right now you could say that he has just been taking. You know, it's the fourteen. What thirteen game losing streak now? 14. 14. 14. 14. I'm losing count. That's ridiculous. I, I yeah. I don't. I don't so, know. Why I know the number, but. I know, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, 14-game losing streak, he needs to get a win, man. This this franchise needs to get a win. And if you could do it on when all the lights, when everyone's watching, I mean, it reminds me of almost New England, you know, where it's like that shifted a lot. Obviously, we lost every game from there on out, but it's like we still were, <laughs> yeah, able, we to put on, we were able to put on points, you know, put up points and go on a, you know, a little bit of a streak there. So I'm like, we got 28 this week. Let's go, let's go put up another 28, 31 points and win this game, actually. And if Justin Fields is playing well, I mean, that's even better. Because, I mean, he is playing for – maybe not for the Bears. And we're going to get to this trade scenario later because I, I thought it was very interesting. Maybe we'll close with it uh, between yeah. Justin Fields and the Atlanta Falcons. Um, that will be fun to kind of talk about. Yeah. I, I think you've seen it. Yeah, in the yeah of course. Camp. How could you not? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so this is a big game. I absolutely agree with that comment, though. I think 300 yards is possible. Um, maybe unlikely there, but I think he's going to have a big game. He's just, 
And also you look at Washington, that same front is the same one that was there last year. And this offensive line, if Tevin is back, is going to be better. You have yeah. Darnell oh, Wright, who is, yes, he struggles at times, but man, he's looked, he looked fucking good, man. Like yeah, seriously, for a rookie blocks. right tackle, yeah, he's it's balling, awesome, bro. You bring in yeah. Tev, who's just pro- maybe the best on the line. Yeah. And then you got Larry Broome, who was there last year. He's serviceable. It's fine. You love to have serviceable Jones absolutely. there. But yeah, and then white hair back at center, Knight Davis. Yeah. Look I mean, you're cooking center. a little bit, man. Especially if you can get that yeah, run game going that you did against Denver. That's where Fields really that play action rolling him out. That's what mm-hmm. I think really changed a lot uh of like kind of his launch points and everything and just made him kind of get in that rhythm where he broke, I mean, broke the freaking 16 straight completions against Denver. Crazy. Bears record, four completions in a row. I mean, he probably could have kept it going too if they didn't try the Hail Mary, which, anyways. I mean, no, it was good I like call, it. Yeah, I like yeah. the prediction. I, we're going to get to those, you know, our own bold predictions here soon, but I like it. What, yeah. what, what do you think, man? Uh, I'm going to leave it for my bold prediction, but I got Okay, I, good. I, I, I agree. No, but I agree with you. And I just don't want to repeat what you said, but basically, it's definitely feasible. I, I am more confident that he can do it again now than that he could get a 300 yard game week two. Does that make sense? Like oh, yeah. my meter is starting to, it's not, you know, it's not all over. I'm like, it's eh, just a slight. So I'm kind of there. Um, okay. So the next question, we only got like a two more, so we should be good here. Uh, okay. Jacob Pone to Don said, how about trading Claypool for Kadarius Tony? Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just going to be honest. I don't think they wouldn't do a swap, especially since they just got Tony. They, I think they traded for Tony too. So they wouldn't do a swap if they're, bringing Claypool in, they're only adding. They're not giving us Tony back. Like, mm-hmm. nah. They would just give us draft picks. They want they're try, They want as many weapons as possible. If it's like any other Andy Reid offense, they want as many weapons as possible. There's absolutely no way. Uh, it'd be Tony. I know they have yeah. like six wide receivers, which is crazy, but if they bring in Claypool, I think they would just cut one and then yeah, send no, us a pick. I mean, Tony played perhaps the worst game by a wide receiver that I've seen in a very long time. It was that Monday. It was the opener. Yeah, uh, yeah. On Thursday on Thursday. Yeah, uh, the, it's the, the Lions. The, the NFL season opener where he just looked awful. I mean, he Garbage. literally gave the team said if he just doesn't. Anyways, long story short, absolutely. I don't want Tony. I think the Bears are fine. If you keep more Mooney, ESB, you got a couple of playmakers that you you know, Valus and Stop Valus, um, Tyler Scott. Scott. You've got enough where I'm like, yeah. okay, Cole Komet, the tight ends are getting involved too. So I'm like, I really like the pass catchers for fields right now. I don't think you have to add to it. I think maybe you add to it, you know, next year with Marvin, you know, Harrison Jr. That would be great. Absolutely. But any other <laughs> yeah, moves, would be. I'm not seeing it. You know, I just don't, I don't think you need it. You don't need to right now, especially not giving up. Um, no. I'd rather get, honestly, I'd rather get a draft pick. I'll be honest. Yeah. If you can get a draft draft pick for Claypool right now, which the bears are not, they're not helping themselves. Like the, whatever they're doing, man, like, uh, I mean, the dude just came off his last game, I think was what he had a touchdown. Yeah, touchdown, like 50 like something 40. yards, a touchdown. Yeah, 50, it's like 40. Yeah. Why couldn't they just keep it? Yeah, I don't like what you said. Absolutely not. Maybe he yeah, but no, let uh, him play. I think he said something more. I don't think it's that. I think they came to him and said, You're inactive, and he went off. That's what I think yeah. would happen. And yeah. I think that's what sent him home. Like they I think there's a screaming match that went down or something like that. I would be too. It's kind of like to his surprise. So. I mean, I, I know Claypool has not helped himself with the block and with every all the outside shit and also the play. But it's like this coaching staff, it's it's true, man. It's true. They have not done a good job with him and and, and no. they just can't develop players and they can't right now the culture I don't believe is 
where we want it to be. It's not a no, culture. absolutely not. It's a losing so culture. You throw in Claypool <laughs> is kind of already a wild card as far as his personality, and so it right for me it's like polls. You know, you, you didn't go Jalen Carter because of like culture, you know, but you bring in Claypool. It, 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 I don't know. It's a weird conversation to have. I just hate that you look back at it. You gave up. I'm not going to fault him for the 32nd overall pick, but you we gave up a second. Yet, so. Either way, you yeah. gave up a second, no matter That's where it was going to be. And that could have been right a center. Now value that could have been a corner. That could have been – and then throw in a rookie contract. And that's yeah. almost like, damn, you're missing out on that. And you're you're getting nothing. The only thing that could make this better is, you know, Claypool walks, send Flus with him. But that's not happening. Or you he know? just balls out. He just comes yeah. back and balls out. Like, I mean, that's – he could do it. So, maybe it puts a fire under his ass. I don't know. But He's going to uh, ball out for KC. That's where I think he's going. <laughs> Even if he gets yeah, cut, yeah. that's where he's – that's the most – We don't want him to go to KC because that pick's going to be so high no matter what round. So, like, I don't want him to go. go that's true. Go, go, go to the Panthers Real quick. Something. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Washington defense, I said it was really, really low. I was looking at um, – I was looking at the stats from uh, just pro football reference. You go to PFF – they're graded a little bit higher, a lot higher. They're actually middle of the pack, 16th defense overall. Okay. They have a yeah, a grade of 70. Let's see here. 70.7, which is middle of the pack, 16th dead, dead okay. in the middle. They're, so they're average to below average. That's yeah. basically it. So that's fine. Bears I mean, are that's, still 30th at 55.3. So surprised we're not dead last. That's crazy. And speaking just, of this dead last team, here's a question here from Matthew Brown. How many sacks do the Bears get? And you don't have to answer if this is part of your bold uh, prediction. Okay. It's not a part of mine, so I'm going to answer it. Uh, and then he just says, uh, I think uh, – they've been sacked 25 times or Sam Howell or I think you gave that statistic earlier, but I think the bears get one sack. Yeah. I mean, I can make, it was one of my bold predictions just, you know, after kind of looking at, let's just wait then just wait how then. many times. Um, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, yeah. It's not my bold one. Cause I, there's, I have no faith in that D line. So, and then we have uh this last one and then the super chat and this is from ax. How do you solve the defense in short term? Even if you bring in blitz packages, I don't trust anyone to get there or the secondary to cover anyone. Okay, so this could be like a 30-minute discussion, but just how do you fix this defense short term is two things. You need better players, which we can't do now. We just can't. We, just, we get that. You do. You just need better players, right? There's a bunch of holes. A lot, some of those start, guys would not be starters, okay? And you need new scheme because the scheme's not working. I'm sorry. It's not working. So that means new coach or new defensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator because we don't have one because <laughs> we don't even have one and better players. I know that's kind of a cop-out answer, but like there's no quick – like that's why it takes times to – the defense is in a rebuild. The offense is not a rebuild. Like they've got a lot of good pieces. The defense is literally a rebuild still because that D-line is so bad. You're on mute, Dave. So how do you solve the defense in the short term? Um, this is from Axe, right? So even if you bring in blitz packages, I don't trust anyone to get home or get there or secondary to cover anyone. Yeah, I think the short term, there's just, you can't. Like the the, the teams, are the Bears are going to get scored on. It is, they're going to get, it is going to happen. Now, I think once maybe Kyler Gordon, Eddie Jackson, Jalen Johnson, well, who Jalen Johnson is a premier, bro, I mean, not a premier corner, extend. but he's a, He's so good, man. He's been rated high. All, this the first oh, three man. games he played. He's a blue he was rated chip, man. so high. Yeah, He's absolutely. So you got to extend so, him. Short term, that could be a fix in a couple weeks, midway through the season, week seven, week eight, where you kind of get like, oh, we got JJ back. Oh, Kyler Gordon, 
And like that could be a short-term fix either way, even with those guys, um, maybe a little bit less. You may, you, teams may score less. There might be less big plays when we get that secondary that we kind of talked about prior to the season that is going to be the strength that we're going to get to see Kyler Gordon. We're going to see these guys kind of blossom into, you know, you know year two, Jaquan Brisker, everything like that. So right now it's like the Bears, if they're going to win any games, which they don't, but if they are, <laughs> if they are, if they're going to win this, which I think they can win this week. I know I'm crazy, but if they can build on the momentum, and like I said, they're going to have oh to score points. They're not going to stop this. I mean, no, I know it's Sam Howe. I don't believe in him. I do not believe in him at all. No. And so for me, it's like they're going to have to at least score 28 <laughs> this week again. Yeah, no, 28 plus. 28 yeah. plus. Otherwise, You have to hit 30s. Winning. You have to hit 30s to win for sure. Yeah. Oh, you uh, Bears score thirty points. I could. Hmm, I'm not even gonna say it. Yeah, but <laughs> probably don't. <laughs> Anyways, all right. I, I think yeah. No, no short term fix, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Absolutely not. I wish. Okay. And we got a uh, super chat from our boy Tito. He's definitely sending some uh, before, so we do appreciate it. Five dollars super chat. This says, "Sup, boys. God forbid that we have first two picks in the draft. Who are you picking? I'm saying the best de." And Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, our pressure is a joke. Oh, and then he's saying, those are the picks. And then he's saying, our pressure, which is our D-line, is a joke. Hashtag keep Justin Fields. Um, okay, I love that. Um, if I'm going to go, I'm still build the trenches. I know this might be crazy. This might be crazy. But I'm still build the trenches. So I'm saying, if your first two picks, I may not even go Marvin Harrison Jr. I might go Jared Verse, the DN from Florida State. And then... If we're keeping fields, right, then obviously the first one is fields. I mean, the first one is uh, is going to be the offensive tackle. Alu, I think he's like the best tackle. I can't remember where he's from. Is he Northwestern? Eh, I can't remember, but I would go that. And then second, uh, if we don't keep fields, the second, I mean, the first pick would obviously be Caleb Williams. So I'd rather go with the, the trenches, but I know Marvin Harrison's like a generational talent. But here's how I view that is like kind of how Chase uh, – uh, Jamar Chase is right now where it's like, I don't know if you've seen that meme, Dave, but where he throws, it's like if, if Joe Burrow would have got Sewell, right. It's like Joe Burrow throwing with the line <laughs> times and he could throw it to anybody, but instead yeah. it's Joe Burrow, anybody. And then it's Jamar Chase and he's getting sacked and he can't throw it to him. Like that's the same stuff we've seen the past two years. So I'd want to use my first two picks on an edge and then obviously a tackle, but we're so far out and I haven't done any scouting and nor am I a scout. So I have no idea, but on paper, the best would be Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr. Obviously that's what everyone's talking about. You're, you're a qualified internet scout. Vicky. Uh, no, I think absolutely. Marvin Harrison Jr. Absolutely. He's a, he's a crazy talent, man. Like perhaps one of the best in, in a very long time compared to Calvin Johnson. I mean, it, it makes too much sense. Um, for me, that second pick, whether it's top five, top 10, um, it's interesting. You Obviously, you target edge or tackle. You know, there's two the, – honestly, I'm looking at a mock draft here, PFF. They have um, the edge, which they have some crazy names, and I have not – I don't know how to pronounce them. Latu? Latu? From US, yeah, UCLA. Latu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, I mean, he's six foot five, 265, you know, posted a pass rush win rate above 20% in each of the past two seasons. He's insane. I mean, he's such, I mean, from a a prospect, like as far as the intangibles, he has the the stuff he can't teach, size. the frame, the yeah. size, the yeah. speed. I mean, he, he's an insane edge rusher. So for him, also you could target the trenches, you know, offensive tackle. Um, Olu, who, you know, Penn yeah, State. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's exactly. Penn, Penn State, State tackle. 
I mean, dude, he has an 84.7 pass blocking grade in 2022. Um, even better so far in 2023. He has a 92.9 pass blocking grade. Welcome so to far the Bears. Four games. So, I mean, yeah. like, for me, if I'm going, if it's one and two, I mean, you just trust the Bears to, you know, do their homework there. You're not going to get it wrong there. You go Marvin Harrison and you go, you know, Olu. You, yeah, you Anyways. go Caleb, Marvin Harrison, Olu, you're like, you're good. Yeah, so – for me, it's Marvin Harrison Jr., and then you go edge or tackle. Simple as that. You go for the line. However, if Justin can prove that he's the guy, or at least that you can win with him, this, you know, the next, what, 12 games, 13 games, whatever it might be, if he can prove that he is at least top 15, absolutely. I think you go. Are you, tra- you, are you trading back? If we, if we end up with the first overall no. pick, I'm not talking about ours. No. I'm not talking about ours. I'm talking about, uh, Let's say the Panthers are just – so far they've been dog shit, right? So the, the they're one? one? They're one. The Panthers pick, not us. Fields Fields wins like six yeah. games. Right? I'll trade because if you're not going Caleb Williams, then you trade whoever wants – if you go to no, probably number two, which would be – well, no, Carolina. We would be – I don't even know. It all depends on where it kind of falls. However – Yeah, of course. I think you – if Fields – he's going to have to really prove – and I'm sorry, maybe not even top 15. He's going to have to be like 13, top 13, top 12. He's going to he's have, have to, to show crazy. that, yeah, show he's, that he's a franchise guy because Caleb yeah, Williams, yeah, yeah. you can't pass up on that talent, you know? So that's the that's the tricky part here. And that's why I'm saying he has to deliver back-to-back games. He has to build off that momentum. Otherwise, it's going to be – they're going to be – I think the USC-Notre Dame game is coming up soon. There, there's a couple yep. of times where the, the Bears are going to be there, you know? And, oh, yeah. And so for me, it's like at the end of the day, if Fields does not – kind of show that he's a franchise guy you got to go Caleb Williams you can't pass it up and the best part is you could go Caleb Williams one and then maybe go Marvin Harrison two crazy it's insane to think about god rooting for I'm rooting for Justin Fields though same same I'll say at least we'll get rewarded for this horrible season like and Panthers sucking too like this would be a fun draft so for sure it should be Cool. What do we got? Anything here. else? No, I think that's it. Okay. Well, then let's move forward to um, – well, let's get to our bold predictions. And then we have a couple other quotes that I would like to read. But I'll, I'll start with you, Ficky. Uh, first bold prediction, Bears versus Washington. What, what are we thinking, man? Oh, I got – you know what? I, I bragged about it last time. I was correct on my bold prediction for last time with Fields. So I am coming back. I'm doubling down on it. I think Fields throws for 315 yards and like three touchdowns. Right. I don't think he gets four, but I think he gets three, maybe a rushing touchdown. And he has zero. Zero. You see that zero turnovers. OK. And we win the game. OK. So I want to um, bold prediction. So Justin Fields, I'll, I'll kind of stick with him there. So I want to read this through here. I was doing some projections with, you know, obviously you throw in the Broncos game it's kind of skewed a little bit because he had such a right. fantastic game and you kind of can't ignore those first three um, games. However, he did put up some, you know, as far as passing, he was above 200. Uh, he was under 99 and one, but through four games, here's the projection for Justin Field. This is what he's on pace for right now. 3,659 passing yards. That'll be fourth most in bears history. He uh, would be, it would be 336 of 523. That'd be 64.2% completion percentage. He's on pace for 30 touchdowns. That would break the record for the Bears. I think the right now is Cutler at 29 or Luckman, something like that. Bro, which we is fucking eh. suck. However, he's on pace for 21 interceptions. So that's kind of a yikes there. However, a passing rating of 60 or 86.8, 
13 games left, of course. So I'm going to go bold prediction as well. I'm doing four more touchdowns. Okay. Four more. Four total touchdowns are coming against the Washington Commanders. Do we win? I don't know. But I don't care at that point. He's getting four again, man. I (laughs) I don't even care at that point. And he's played this team. He's kind of familiar. This front, he's used to it. He knows how fast they are. He knows what he can get away with. However, Chase Young is healthy. Um, and that's there's they have some dogs there, so it's going to be interesting. But I think with Tab coming back, if he is back, I think the Bears are going to be able, at least be able to move the ball and score some points. So I'm going four touchdowns again. That'll be eight and two games, and I think we're back. I think we're I think we're feeling a little better. So bold prediction number two, Ficky. Yeah, I'm going to go. The defense gets a turnover, uh, an interception. I I, I think that Damn, okay. something's going to happen, and they're going to get a pick. I don't know who. Maybe I should have done that for my bold one. Um, depending if Eddie Jackson's back, I'm just going to say Bojack gets it. Like that'd be just exciting. He comes oh, back yeah. and gets it. Um, Sam Howell, man. but someone, but someone's going to get one. Maybe it's a linebacker could be Samborn. You know what I mean? Samborn's been yeah. actually, I know we haven't talked about it, but Samborn's been playing really well. He was all over the place last, last game. So last week. So yeah, I think someone on this defense is going to get an interception and it's going to be huge because we don't turn the ball over that often. So. Yeah, and that's going to help get a short field, which will help for your bold prediction because I'll get Fields another touchdown. Yeah, so I'm going to go my bold prediction. We talked about sacks earlier. I do believe they're going to get to Sam Howell. He is actually the 27th ranked quarterback in the NFL. Justin Fields right now is at 23. He's moving up, which is good according to PFF, but Sam Howell, he's 27. He's been sacked 24 times or 25 times. And I mean, that line, it's okay. And obviously the Bears line is not great defensively. However, I'm going to, they're going two and a half sacks. They're going to double. Why am I getting balloons? Yeah, because it's such a bold prediction. That was, yo, that was funny as hell. I'm not going <laughs> to. That scared me, man. A, such a bold prediction that it, it deserved a celebration. Dude, all right, for our Apple Spotify you know, listeners here, I'm, I'm sitting here, we're talking bold predictions, and Ficky's throwing balloons up on my prediction. I don't know how you did that, but I don't even anyways, know near to why, but it was such a bold two and, prediction. That- two, and a half, two and a half sacks. Bears are going to, they're back, man. This is going to be 85, you know, defense. Now, for real, two and a half sacks. That's what I'm going above. This is the game. I can feel it, man. And, and that's why if man, they can get to the pr- – I know it's crazy. They're doubling. Yo, that's bold. They'll be bolder. on four and a half for the season. <laughs> Bro, that's bolder than any of our field stakes, which are very bold. That's crazy yeah. because the, the D-line is so bad. That's doubling the sack production. Oh. Like two and a half isn't actually hard to get. I mean, it won't be the D line that gets this these sacks. It's gonna oh, yeah. be you're gonna have you know, some it's gonna be brisker. brisker. So here's the thing: you bring Eddie Eddie Jackson back, you can kind of trust brisker, kind of you know, send him one. Well, or he two was times. he was sent he was sent like three. He three was times last yeah. Time. That first quarter, that's the one thing I noticed. It was like it was like two on one drive. They sent him. Twice. Yeah, he sent it twice. Yeah, and I was like, like, damn, yo, I didn't touch anything. So those balloons, bro. <laughs> I swear <laughs> I didn't touch anything. Yo, that's funny. I swear I didn't touch anything. So. What? <laughs> it's a celebration over here yo that's funny bro oh my goodness but yeah it's hopefully you know what if there's two and a half sacks if we get two and a half sacks i will buy balloons and put them up in my background just because i'm you gotta that get confident yeah i'm gonna try to get some I'll, I'll do it hold me to it if 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 the bears get two and a oh, half sacks i'm gonna find a way to get some balloons before our post game and I'm going to have some balloons set up for the whole show. How about that? Because I'm like, that's crazy. That is <laughs> that is not going to happen in my opinion. So, <laughs> Man, that, 
That is so funny, dude. I, I, I don't know where they're coming from, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I have a new, I have a, anyways, th- final bold prediction. Um, try to be, you know, I think we're being both kind of, you know, confident here. Obviously they have to be bold, but what is your final uh, bold prediction? Vicky, yeah, I think Herbert's had, Herbert's had a, a productive past couple of weeks. So I think he breaks a hundred yards. So I think we, you know, if, if we're in the light that we're going to be winning, Right. I think there's mm-hmm. going to be a, we're going to be more emphasis on the run and different types of runs, which we saw last week, which is good. And, and let me preface this like as much as I'm like, yo, Getsy, what the hell are you doing? Last mm-hmm. week, he showed like versatility and new concepts and things like that, which worked in the team's favor, obviously. So if he continues, continues that type of stuff, like I, I'm going to be more on the Getsy train. Right. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, let's let's stick with them. Right. So I might want to clean house at the end. But I think he, you know, after last week's performance, he definitely did pull me in. And with that, I just think that Khalil's going to keep getting a lot of those RB1 touches, which, I mean, I love Roshan, but, like, I said from the beginning, like, Herbert is that dog. He was the dog last year, so I don't know why people didn't think he would be this year. So I think we're just excited for Roshan. But, again, uh, to finish it off, I think uh, Khalil's going to go for a buck, over 100 yards. I'll tell you what, Khalil goes for 100? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we're winning this game. I yeah. was going to go with another Justin Fields prediction here. Cause I think he might, I think, the, I think he breaks her big run. I, he's just due, man. And, and I know one, the, yeah. I know the zone and, and they're playing him di- differently. They're really zero or like kind of harrowing in on him and making sure they don't, he doesn't beat him with their legs. I get that. However, I think he's due, but I'm not, that's not my bold prediction. I'm going to DJ Moore as well. Mm. I'm going to DJ Moore here. So first of all, projections. Again, I was going through these numbers. I'm like, what, how we, you know, DJ Moore, wide receiver one. We brought him here. You, you, you kind of gave up a first for him, or you could have got a first instead. You got DJ Moore. We all love it. I think it's a great, great, deal. Uh, yeah. a great move by Poles. And I think he's actually starting. To, you're trying, starting to see it, especially these last couple of games here. Yep. So DJ Moore through four games, he has 19 receptions on 24 targets. First of all, get those targets up. I think it's yes. a little skewed because I think the first two weeks he was targeted four times. Like something like yeah, that. Like not at all. Yeah. yeah. What the, f- yeah. Get that yeah, shit out of here. Fuck? Get yeah. him the ball <laughs> eight to 10 targets a game. Minimum. Minimum, However, bro. He has 301 total yards. That's fifth. And he has, and that's about 75 yards per game. Uh, 15.8 yards per catch. That's a yeah, clip, man. Good. And he's getting over first down per catch. He has two touchdowns. Um, he is on pace for 81 receptions. And this isn't, if, so if they up his targets, it could be I've even more because I, I would love to see him go over a hundred receptions um, this season. Um, but he's on pace for 81 right now receptions for a hundred or for 1,279 yards and nine touchdowns. So for me, I'm going big game DJ here. I'm he's going to go back to back hundred yards, but I'm going one, I'm going one thirty. Okay. One thirty. What do you have last week? One third. What do you have? Like one eighteen or something like that? What was it? So, last week? Do you remember? He was close to 130, I think. Um, yeah, Dawson. So. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty So close. maybe that's not bold enough. Yeah, he was 131, but I think I'm going to stick with it because that's a huge game for, that's I mean, any receiver. Too. Yeah. But I'm going back to back 130. I mean, if Fields is going to get four touchdowns, it's going to be because of DJ Moore as well. He's going to be getting one, if not two, At multiple least. touchdowns in that game. But I want to see him get another 130, man. Make up for that Packers yeah. game. Make up for, yeah. you know, the Chiefs. Honestly, so. that's that's definitely uh, possible. Like, I that's feasible. So I thought you were going to say I, I that. It's definitely bold. 
No, 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 sorry. Nothing is bolder than your last one. So, uh, yeah, no, but that's, I honestly, so if we think Fields is going to hit that 300 mark, right, four touchdowns that you said, like, that's going to be because DJ Moore, like, like he's involved in that. And Komet, too, you know what I mean? Komet's going to have, Komet's been having a pretty decent season, I would say. I think he's, like, fifth in receiving yards right now for tight ends, which is, like, pretty good specifically because he's not, like, the most – I'd say pass catching tight end, right? He's pretty balanced. So like to see him up there is fantastic. So um, man, I probably should have had a bold prediction for Cole. I think Cole's going to get yeah. another so, two touchdowns. Let's touch on Cole. Cause I think he's absolutely could have been a bold prediction. Maybe we can do a bonus one. I want to go through some of the numbers here about with, with um, Cole commit. So he has 189 yards on the season. That's fifth in the NFL. The only people above him, only players, are Sam Laporta from Detroit, Evan Ingram, Jacksonville, TJ Hawkinson, Minnesota, Tyler Higby, L.A. He has more yards than Hunter Henry, Mark Andrews, Travis. How the hell does he have more than Travis Kelsey? Oh, I guess Kelsey, uh, he only played in, what, three games? Yeah, he's only played yeah, in three yeah, games. Injured. That makes more sense. However, um, touchdowns, this is where it's interesting. Cole Komet is third in the NFL for tight ends with two. Was he a f- yeah, two last he game? Two. Didn't he have two last game? Uh, yeah, two last game. I mean, he kind of comes in those bunches, so we might be due for another big two. You know, I think last year he had a two game stretch of like four, five touchdowns, or yeah. three game stretch of like five touchdowns. Yep, four touchdowns. It's 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 interesting. Um, he is. Uh, let's see here, Comet targets wise, because I think he's actually kind of lower than you would think as far as targets go. So it's efficient yards. He's getting efficient yards for sure. Yeah, I, let me see here. So with touchdowns, so he only has 18, or I'm sorry, 24 targets, 18 receptions, which is, yeah, si- it's, so as far as targets go, that's, tw- it's sixth in the NFL. So, I mean, he's still not even the most targeted, you know, tight end. He's top 10. But, over, but overall, he's, I mean, he's, he's doing his job is, is my yeah. point. Like, Dude, I think, I think the extension is so far been paying off. I saw a tweet here. I don't, or I saw something. It was talking about fields and how he kind of slow, he had a slow start last year, you know, he did. And so he's starting slow again. So is he just like, maybe he's just a slow starter, you know, as far as just getting things going. Yeah. He's just, we'll, we'll see, but Komet, it's like last year when field started to kind of ball out a little bit, Komet, obviously his numbers went up. He was a touchdown machine. As I talked about, are we starting to see that early? You know, obviously it's a week four. This is going to be game number five, you know, Man. better now than ever. Right. I so, hope you're right. I hope we come back and look at these first four games or the first three, and go, wow, what a different team. What a different team. Just like how we thought about the team last year. Even though they lost, but like we looked at it and go, wow, they are scoring way more than what they ever were. And I hope we see that exact same thing because that will then answer our question for quarterback, and then that will help us out in the draft. So we won't have to use it on Caleb Williams, even though I won't be mad if that's what we end up doing. So. Yeah, it will be interesting. We got a long season, long season to figure this out. We're a quarter of the way through, man, and and it's starting to hopefully get a little bit better. The Bears kind of showed, a, you know, a pulse, some life. They killed us. I mean, that loss was brutal. And I, I remember, <laughs> are, I, but yeah, I had a po- you know, I sent out a tweet, uh, <laughs> sent out a tweet, and I was like, you know, this is one of the worst losses. And I think that was probably too much. I, th- I think I'm just like. It was just like it was such a good day by Fields, and to have it ruined in, in that type of fashion, I was like, "Holy, you know, of course." Yeah, did you forget about the Chiefs game that you're literally at? Like, dude, we have so many bad losses. Like, even yeah. last year, even last year against the Commanders, 
Yeah. Like Fields played well, and we still lost that one in a Mooney, who's not known for dropping passes, drops the most crucial pass of his career. So it's like, yeah, we've the there's one thing the Bears have learned is they know how to fucking lose. And that's why I'm like, Eo Flu's got to get out of here because we don't have a winning culture. God, we know how to lose games. It is ridiculous. Yeah. I'll never get it. It's um yes, I mean speaking of Mooney, I want to go him. So I mean he's only played he's played in four games, but I think it was the Chiefs game where he was out early, right? Yeah, he played like a couple snaps, but he has uh he's just over 100 yards. So he's 104 yards on eight receptions, 12 targets. He has one touchdown. So I mean a slow start for Mooney. I'd like to see him kind of, you know, get a Those little better. Targets are low. Yeah, 12 targets are low. That's not many. But it's gonna go up because I mean Chase Claypool. He, I mean he hasn't played. He's played in three games, obviously. Um, but he has 12 targets, four receptions, I mean, 51 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, those other 12 targets are likely to go towards Mooney and the tight ends, you know, Tunyon, Komet, that's going to be it. So St. Brown also going to get some, he has one reception, that one crazy one against our last week that. Yeah. Crazy. Awesome. Catch. Awesome. Beautiful. Awesome catch. I mean, I like seeing him. He's a great blocker too. Yep. Um, let's see. And then Tyler Scott is the only other bear receiver with a reception, which was he actually has three receptions on five targets for 20 yards. I mean, Bayless doesn't even have a reception yet. And that's no, I mean, interesting. So we'll see. Obviously I think, you know, fields is going to have to share the ball. You know, love wish Claypool. We talked about it earlier, Wish he could have kind of came through, but I mean, it is what it is. So it is anyways. What it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Anyways, if you are enjoying the episode, if you're enjoying the content or you're new or if you've been around, first of all, we appreciate it. Go ahead and hit the like Absolutely. button, sub to the channel, hit the notification bell. We'll be go, we go live about two times a week, uh, immediately after the game or 30 minutes, pr- pretty damn close. And then, of course, we always have a preview pod. Typically, we have a guest. This week, it just didn't work out lining everything up. Short week, um, too. Yeah, short week. Short week. So everyone's trying yeah. to get, you know, it, everyone's busy. So no guests, but typically we do. And like I said, so that's typically how we do things. But if you're enjoying the content or first time, we appreciate you being here. Um, and Apple, Spotify, rate the pod. Absolutely been killing it over there. We appreciate it. So yeah, thank you all. Thank you. We're going to go to kind of end the show here. We'll get to our predictions here in a moment. I'm going to go over some of the over-unders. Uh, the Commanders are six and a half point favorites so far against the Bears. And it's in Chicago, which. Yeah, I mean, we're used to that by now. Well, I'm <laughs> the, sorry. The no. way team beef. It's not. No, it's, it is there. It's there. No, it's in Commanders. Okay, I was going to say, okay, yeah. how are we six and a half points at home? The FedEx field. Yeah, we have the one against the Panthers, primetime Thursday. That's back in. That's Chicago. what I'm getting to get. So Chicago Bears visit FedEx Field in Washington. Uh, the Commanders are two and two. A kickoff is at 8.15 Eastern. So the uh, Commanders, like I said, six and a half point favorites. What do you think, Vicky? Is that fair? Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's basically what like do you expect higher or lower? given. No, no, I expected to be, I expected that. Yeah, basically, I didn't think it was going to be two and a half or three and a half. I figured it was probably going to be a full touchdown just because we are, we're just not that good. Yeah. Because like the three and a half is given when it's like, you know, just home field advantage, right? Like it's just like Mm -hmm. the nod. So like I figured they think like they'll actually be able to score on us. So yeah, I think that's I think six and a half is pretty, I thought it'd be higher. I really do. Yeah, I thought However, it would, but I'm so not. What taking, is Vegas I'm not thinking here? Like, maybe they believe in this offense too. You know, I don't know. I'm not taking. I'm not taking that. <laughs> I'm staying away from. So you. we're gonna go over. We're gonna go to our over and over and unders here before our predictions. Um, we have over and under for the game total points forty four and a half. Over. Yeah, me too. Over. I mean, it's Based easy. on what we've talked about, both defenses. Defense is, Bears defense especially up sucks. 20, 
Defense has given up 28. And if our bold predictions are like we're scoring four touchdowns, we're scoring 30, right? So there's 58 right there. Over. So it's got to be. Okay. So we got that one right last week, though. So we did. I'm going to go sacks here. So commanders, <laughs> yeah. over, under, five and a half sacks. Ooh. Damn. How <laughs> many did we give up last week? Because that's a lot. Oh, man. But uh, they got, I mean, four times. Fields was sacked four times last year against Denver or last yeah, week. But they don't have Denver. a D. Yeah, and they don't have a D line like this. So because they got they got Payne, they got Montez Sweat, and they got Chase Young. Yeah, I'm gonna take the over. I bet we give up six. <laughs> no, no, what? No, no, no. I'm changing my mind. Okay, we're gonna give up five sacks. I'm going under. Okay, we're giving up five sacks. I'm going under. So the you're going under. Yeah, I changed my mind. We're five sacks. We're giving up five sacks. So Washington is so they have um, thirteen sacks on the season, pretty damn high. So that's about what three and a half a game. We suck even more. So I gave them a, one, an extra sack and a half. Yeah, we have two. We have the so first of all, the Bears are dead last in the league at two sacks. The next of is course. New York Giants at four, Falcons five. Which that's awesome. We play we play the Falcons later, right? Do we? Uh, yes, we do in Chicago. I thought we did, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we um, anyway. So that that's where the bottom of the half league. The the, I mean that's Washington's in the top half. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleventh in the league in sacks, at thirteen. Yeah, Bills are at sixteen. So I mean, that's why I hope Tev's back. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. Um, however, I want to a little caveat here. I think Fields is going to, you know, he tends to maybe take a bad sack or he's going to run out of bounds before the scrimmage, you know, line of scrimmage, something along the line. So maybe two are on Fields, you know. Okay. And so we'll see there. That's fair. So I'm going to go over. I still think they have a chance. Even if they go over, if they go six, I think that's still a winnable. Washington's going to get their year. Going to get theirs. That's how I oh, feel. No, I mean, prove me wrong. I mean, we still if, said if Teb five. is back. If Teb five. is back. Yeah, if Teb is back, I think that could maybe help alleviate, especially if they run the ball a lot, which I think they need to stick to. But so I want to go to Justin Fields' um, pressure last week from Denver. So he was under pressure on 12 of his dropbacks. That's tied for seventh most in the league in week four. 91.7% of the pressures were charged to the offensive line. So two things there. First four. of all, offensive line, good God. Lucas Pat, <laughs> it was not great. Nate Davis looked good, in my opinion, watching it back. However, Justin Fields is getting better. He's not getting, you know, we've, I think it was not a couple weeks ago where I said it was almost 20% was charged to him. Right. And last year it was even worse. So, I mean, he's really starting to kind of obviously maneuver. I like that they moved him, you know, rolled him out. So for me, it's like offensive line, hopefully gets better with Tevin. Still Washington's going to obviously create havoc. They have the guys, they have some dogs there. So it's going to be difficult. So I'm going to go over on that. This next one, this one's fun. Um. Uh, how many? So Sam Howell, right? Two hundred seventy-five passing yards over under. I think this one's interesting. Ah, uh, you know what? I think he gets over, but it's because I think I think what's going to happen is kind of what happened last week. We're going to get a lead early. And then they're going to pass heavy to catch back up. But this time, 
this time we're going to get an interception that seals the game. Right. Or it so, doesn't man. necessarily seal it, but it basically goes, yeah, good luck. You're probably not going to be able to beat us now. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. So because of that, he's going to be passing like crazy. I think he can get that. This defense is porous, bro. Yeah. Porous, so, bro. So yeah, it's, I think he can get that. Okay. I think so 275, go you're going over. He, so in week one, he had 202, week two, 299. Then he had 170. And then he, in week four against Philly, he had 290 yards, not 290 yards passing. Yeah, he's so there. you factor in the Bears defense, absolutely. I think you're going over there um, easily, probably. Um, this one's fun. Chase Claypool references, whether it be whatever it is. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. What's going on? I, ha- I, ha- I, have it, I, yeah, I have it set at four and a half. Over. You think it's going over? You don't? Over. Okay. Interesting. I might, be, I might go different here. Why do you think they're going over? Why do you think you're going over? I I think he's not gonna be there. Going, he's not gonna be there. They're gonna so they're gonna talk about it at least twice in the first. There's no question. Okay. The game when the Bears get on offense first, they're gonna talk about how Chase Claypool's not there. Somehow they're gonna bring it up again. Wait, you said four and a half then? Dang, do they bring it up three more times the rest of That's the game? That's what I'm saying. I'm going under. No, I'd go under. I no, think, no, no, no. Yeah. I think I think they're gonna my thought process is easily one to start the game, first drive of offense. One is gonna come up again when a wide receiver and in the first half when a wide receiver doesn't do something or something where a wide receiver does something that makes him think of Chick Claypool, right? That'll come up mm-hmm. again. And then I think it may come up one more time later because they could be like, man, Chase Claypool would have been great to have on that drive or something like that. So I think it's going to be around three. So okay. I'll go under. Okay. I'm going under two. What about you? I just don't think it could. I hope not. I don't want to hear about it, but it, it, it's possible. It'll be three t- yeah. it, <laughs> I think three yeah, is I was gonna good. It's going to be three. It's going to be three too many is basically my point. Because <laughs> yeah. we've heard it way too much. Tell you what, fields and offense clicks and they're, and they're firing and they're kind of, it's like a replica of like last week. Um, no way. There's no chance. Maybe yeah. twice. Yeah. But it, we'll they'll see. say it way less. But if it's a shit show, it's going to, they, they're going to bring it That's up. That's what I'm saying. Less. It could happen. It could happen. If they have nothing else to talk about, you're talking about, you know, polls and what he's done and what, how much he has to fix, yeah. all that. Absolutely. I think it could go. But all right, we'll finish up. We'll be going for over an hour here. Uh, first of all, again, everyone that's tuning in, we appreciate it. Full, or we're going to go Thank final you. predictions. Ficky, do you want me to start? Or how are you feeling? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. I think I'm okay. first last time, so I want to hear your thoughts. So I think this is going to be a close one. I think Sam Howell is – I don't believe in him at all. However, I do believe in that defense for Washington. I think they're uh, middle of the pack, if not a little bit better. That defensive line is going to eat. However, like I said, I keep saying I have a little bit of optimism left. The Bears have not – Push me down. Yeah, I'm not in a dark hole, you know, or anything like that. I think there's a little bit of light. The Bears kind of showed some life. There's a heartbeat. I think they kind of get back on track. I think Fields kind of performs, you know, he has a, a tendency to play well in big games, whether it was in college. And sure, he may have had a dud, I think, maybe once in the NFL so far, maybe twice as far as like prime time. But last year, Monday night, Thursday night games, I think he comes alive in those moments, or at least I hope he does. And I think this is going to be one of them. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Bears, 31. They're going to flip the script, 31. Commanders, 28. It's going to oh, be a flip damn. flop. It's going to be a flip flop. It's going to be like, wow, the Bears won a close game. And I don't know what's going to transpire. Hopefully, That's Fields, fine. you know, comes down, wins the game. Whether you know they actually kick the field goal, they win the game, whatever it is. I just feel <laughs> I like Fields, Fields in this offense, this coaching staff, how bad it is. They're going to find a way on a short week to win this game, man. And if they don't, then it's it's going to get bad. 
And I think. Oh yeah, no. Every, yeah, they'll be fired. They'll be fired if we but, if we lose again. Staying positive, man. I think they win this one, 31-28. We'll see. Man, you and, literally, you literally about stole mine exactly, exactly, okay. almost, almost. So Bears thirty-one, Commanders twenty-seven. So instead of you had four touchdowns, I basically said they got two field goals. And then okay. the Bears had four touchdowns, one field goal. And my thought process is they're going to actually have a chance to – basically, they're, they're going to have a chance to, like, make it tied up, and, they're, and we're going to get a stop, right? And then Fields is going to have an opportunity to actually end the game. It's not going to be a scoring drive, but he's going to get that first down to end the game. And it's finally going to be like, look, he did the drive that was needed to end the game. We can go home. Great job. Everyone hops on this fantastic podcast and we're all smiling and I have balloons in the back and all that crazy shit. So, so yeah, I think, I think, I think we get a dub. If we lose and field balls out, it's still a dub to me. I don't care. But if it's anything like the rest of them, it's time to just clean house with everybody, bro. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll let yeah. that, we'll wait till it gets there. I'm not going to put that out there, that negativity, but like that, that's kind of my thought process right now. The, the pressure is there. The pressure is there for them to perform, especially Justin Fields. I mean, the clock is ticking on him, literally. Like, they could perhaps yeah. trade him. Like, honestly, they lose bad here. He could be traded. Like, that. I, I really think Atlanta, and I, I didn't even bring it up here. I guess we can really quickly um, bring up the trade talk. But if, if he doesn't perform, and it is a dud, such as, like, Green Bay, Kansas City, something along those lines, and it's just bad. First of all, Flus, I think he needs to go. I think he should be fired. Bears haven't done yeah, it. he will be. Great time to start. Fire a coach midseason. Do it right now. Um, if the, if it, if he is warranted. And as far as the trade, let me bring it up. My God, my phone is thinking about upgrades. I phone. I tweeted that earlier. I might have to, man. It's just getting slow. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, they, they bringing that. up the trade here. So Falcons receive Justin Fields. The Bears receive – this is ridiculous. Desmond Ritter, 2024 third-round no. pick, 2025 no. fifth-round pick. So first of no. all, yeah, no. First, I don't want Desmond <laughs> no. Ritter. Fuck. No. Yeah, well, the only the only reason, no, because Desmond Desmond still might make you win games. So I don't want to no. bring in Tyson Bajan. Yeah, yeah. If we're trying to lose, if we trade away fields, you, you have, have to Warner lose. Type scenario with with Tyson and and we're good. We don't even no, have you to don't even want points. that. Nah, yeah, don't even. I don't even want that, bro. Like, if we're trading yeah. away fields, it's it's get your hard hats. I'll wear it for the post game. We're in tank mode, bro. It is yeah. tankathon to the end. No, so that first of all, garbage. Falcons. What would you what would you want in return? Because that is a very likely scenario. If the Bears were to, you know, hey, fields isn't field. We're not going to be. We're we're done. You know, wish him the best and may and I hope to God because I'll be rooting for him hard in Atlanta if he goes yeah. there. Wherever he goes, I'll root for him because I think he's a great talent. I think the Bears did fail him. He has some flaws, of course, yeah. but I think he has the talent to be a starter in this league, if not top 15, top 12. Um, I really do believe that. Yeah. So for me, if you're trading him, what do you want in return for Justin? Say it's Atlanta. What are you wanting? Picks. Wise? Picks. And honestly, three and five is actually not that bad. That three, it, three is pretty good. You're not going to get a two. I think that's right. I just don't. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're not going to get a two. Like two is like aged veterans who have proved themselves like a DeAndre Hopkins, right? Mm -hmm. I think of that like a Von Miller, something like that, right? That's a two. That's the starting point. And Fields, I don't think, has a hasn't shown enough to where he can deserve that two. So I think a three yeah. is good, and you stack it with a five. I would then throw in something else, though. Yeah. I kind of want from three FanDuel, picks. I think. It's just I, I'm seeing the logo art here. It looks like FanDuel. So I don't know how they – I don't think the Atlanta would give up that much. I don't think they're giving up Ritter. Um, <laughs> I just don't think they're giving up that much as far as all the you know the picks and the player. I think it would I be two picks. Trade. However, I don't even want to trade fields though. Gosh, can we? It, the thing is, the trade is like don't even trade. Like, let's see where realistically the logic, the logical thing to do is see where our draft pick is. That means you play the whole season and you keep fields on, and then you make the trade. I know you don't have as much leverage, but you'll understand like what you can trade him for. I don't know. If you trade him, it's a hundred percent like you understand that you're going for Caleb Williams. Yeah. You better not win up. You better not pull the Colts and try to win some or the Houston Texans and try to win some dumb shit. Lose, yeah. lose. I and think lose. I think if Fields plays the whole season and it's like so up and down and you can't really you're just still unsure and you still end up with top two top five picks. I think at that point, yeah, you absolutely go Caleb Williams. But if Fields is playing like up and down, he has those flashes, but you're like, you're in prime position to say, like we talked, you know, talked about earlier, to go get Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. And you, sh and then Fields did not show enough to where you can pass up on a talent like that, as, as such as Caleb Williams. Then you can kind of play, say he finishes with like, you know, flirts with three, 32, 3,400 yards, you know, five, 600 yards rushing. And then, you know, 20 something touchdowns and, you know, maybe 15 picks where it's like, oh, a lot of turnovers there. Some team is going to give up a second if yeah, he puts up not. those numbers and you wait and you're doing it in the offseason where, yeah, that could be interesting. So I think right now, absolutely, you do not trade him too early. Um, Still too early. Too I know the like I said, trade. I know the trade deadline's week seven or week eight, so we only you don't have like trade three him mid season. Weeks. You don't, unless it's yeah, atrocious, so. man. Or you can't, unless maybe so. Atlanta's offering a second or a first. Yeah, there's no maybe? way you trade him now. That's what I'm saying. We get to the end of this. If you're gonna do yeah. it, make sure you know what you what you if you can get Caleb Williams or who you're trying to get yeah. before you get yeah. rid of Fields. So absolutely. yeah, don't do that. This isn't mad. Such a risk, but. <laughs> it is not. I wish it was as easy as Madden, though. My the... God. My God, I got four wins with P.J. Walker, and we can't even get one with Justin Fields. So, like, yeah, <laughs> I wish this was Madden. This is ridiculous, bro. And we're here yeah. every week, which is great. So we'll be here again. We're here every week. We're glad you guys yeah. are with us. Win or lose or lose and lose and lose, we'll be here. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how everyone else feels, like, as far as just, like, Obviously, Sunday was a tough loss, but I'm kind of excited or happy that we have such a quick turnaround where I can either like we can just yeah. whatever happened, we get it out of our forget about on it. to the next yeah, one. You forget about so I'm like, it. Yeah. That was brutal as hell. If it happens again, we're kind of in the same boat where we got an even longer period of yeah, kind of ten that, days. That loss is going to linger for ten plus days. So, but for me, it's like I'm excited, man. Prime time. Show me what you got. You know what it I'm reminds me? Confident in the coaching, Patri but it reminds me of the Patriots game. It just does. It's prime time. That was Monday night football, I believe that was after the mini buy. This is before the mini buy, but like yeah. I think kind of around the same thing. And just like let's well, take just build off. on what so, you're doing. You take you yeah. have nothing else you could do here except for the tape that worked in those three quarters. You gotta have to fine tune a couple things, especially against the zone. Get some plays in there that you're gonna see that you know that Washington's gonna throw your way. And if Fields is confident, throw it in and just beat that beat the zone, man. It's like you, if he can't do that. Obviously, he's not the guy. 
Oh know? yeah, yeah, of course. Of so course. we're gonna find out again. Man, this but- is this. This is a stepping stone. Last game was a stepping stone. He needs to keep stacking them. And then let's get to the, you know, that's what he needs to do. Otherwise, if he doesn't keep stacking them, man, it's, it's, it's impossible to really be sure um, if he's the guy. So anyways, Ficky, before we go, if you're enjoying, if you enjoyed this, you know, if this is the first time showing, you know, showing up to the stream, um, we're excited to have you. Um, If you've been around, we appreciate that too. Like the video really does help the channel grow. Sub if you, if you, if you want. You want to stick around uh, for the season. Hopefully, it gets a little bit better. Either way, like Vicky said, we're going to be here. Uh, we got balloons. You know, win Let's or go. lose. Uh, <laughs> loss, loss, loss. We're going to be here. We're excited. It's going to be a fun game. I think we're both optimistic, which is crazy. Uh, and, uh, you know, I bet a 14-game losing streak. We still yeah. have some optimism left. I, I bet I bet there's some Bears fans out there, too, that kind of share that same. You know, you can, it's hard oh, not to fields, man. You see some plays there where it's like not a lot of quarterbacks in this league can, to, can extend or make that play. You know, so yeah, absolutely. We're excited. If you believe in Justin Fields, hit the like button. If you don't, hit the like button. We don't, you know. Anyways, it's we're free. excited. Just do it. Just help Vicky, us out. before we go, man, you got anything else you want to say? Nah, nah. Quick turnaround. I'm ready. Thursday night primetime fields. Let's 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 get my bold predictions right. And let's show the world that you're that you're him. That's that's what we need. Let's shut up these haters and naysayers, please. And if man. not, Tank for Caleb Williams. That's basically my, those are my two roads that I've gotten out. Fields is him or tank for Caleb Williams. There's nothing. <laughs> so. Absolutely. I, I, at the end of the day, it's going to, we're going to learn a lot from this game and that that's all you can help. That's all we want from this right now is like, we want to know if Fields is the guy and we want to know where we're going to be here, you know, come April. So it's on Fields. It's on the bears. We're going to see, hopefully it's a win, but either way, we'll be here to recap it. Like we mentioned, and uh, we'll see you. We'll be there. I guess it's going to be a late night. And I think third, I mean, Ficky, if you're up for it, yeah, I'm down. Okay. Yeah, I might depend. Yeah, we'll, we'll Depends see. Depends on happens. the game. But yeah, I might, yeah, I might no, be. No. Yeah. I'll be here. Ficky's going to be here too. We're going to be here right after the game. If yeah, I don't we'll care if we're getting blown out by 40 or for winning by, by 30, yeah. we're going to be here. The emotions are going to be raw. We'll have a live stream. So sub to the channel, hit that notification bell if you want to. Absolutely. See us go late. What? It's going to be like 12, 11. <laughs> We'll, we'll yeah, be it'll here. be it'll be like twelve months. I'll, I'll drag Vicky. I'll keep. I'll call you. <laughs> if I have to come over here too, I'll get it. Anyways, no, I'll be I'll be up. I just don't know if my mental my mental health will be there for you guys. That's the that's my only thing. Depending hey, on how well that game goes, it's so. gonna be event. But no, session. we'll be here. Hopefully, yeah, not, absolutely, but. absolutely. Anyways, we'll be here. We appreciate everyone that tuned in, uh, and we'll be back Thursday night. Hopefully, after you know a Bears win, I'm gonna put it out there. Absolutely, Bears win. But we'll we'll Bears see you don't. then. Uh, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy the next couple of days before the Bears either break our hearts or, you know, light a fire <laughs> under us. We'll see. Peace.